pieces of a whole with different feelings to evoke. Giving distinction to the role, different players, different strokes. But let me the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, just barely. You know, there were there were people looking for me. Uh, <laughs> I don't I don't get here early. Uh, and and Nelson's always always made a, a point of saying something about that. But see, I just that's because you're an employer, and you expect people to to be early. That's right. Get her done. Well, I'm being paid for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mill around at the beginning and mill around at the end. All right. I hear you. Ten yeah, four. there you go. But uh, in defense of, uh, of Nelsa, the only time I have ever been late for, <laughs> for a uh, remote, for a remote in 48 years was at Nelsa's, and it's because... I was bopping down 55, heading toward Fuquay Arena, and there was a house that was taking up two lanes of road, and there was no way there were cops all over the place, and no way to get by. So I had to, I had to uh, go through territory I wasn't exactly familiar with at uh, the speed of sound. <laughs> and uh, Nelsa and Big Mike, the yes, engineer Big on Mike. duty at the time, had to open the show. Because I don't think Ann was uh, no, for Ann reason. was out of town in Hawaii or someplace. Yep, yep. So, you know, that was, uh, and we didn't have Brother Rufus on. That was a long time ago because Brother Rufus wasn't on the show. Yep. So how are you, Brother Rufus? You've been in Washington. I saw you ta- uh, have your pe- picture taken in the Senate Visitors Gallery, and, and there there's a photo of you in there. I'm back. I'm alive. I don't hear Rufus. Let me say here. There we go. Mike, you were talking about you come give you three hours. Well, they get their money's worth, I can tell you that. But Mike Rayleigh, he's, <laughs> he's well known as uh, a award-winning journalist, a raconteur. How about that? Raconteur. And I've already used yeah. that on the show before. I used that oh. a couple of weeks ago. I, uh, for you, as a matter but of I, fact. I got back from Washington, went up there for a a meeting of my old attorney's general friends, and it seems like there are fewer and fewer of us around. I want, Nelson, what causes that, you reckon? I don't and know. That might have something to do with age. Different, different interests. They lose People interest. People can't be as young as you and Amanda. <laughs> That's right. But I enjoyed it. I, I went, uh, as Mike said, I went to check and see if, if I was still in a picture in the Senate Vistra Center, and lo and behold, there I was, this young-looking Elvis-type person. Wow. 50 years ago. <coughs> Boy, me, Amanda, uh, I'll show it to you in a minute, Amanda, for 50, yeah, no, for 50 cents. Oh, well, hold on an hour. But okay. it's, yeah. it's good to be back home again. There it is. Good to be back home. Right oh. there. Look at that. Yeah. And I had to tell a lot of people that had a, a question about what, what do you all do, and I had to say, well, part of my existence is this thing called the Weekend Gardener. <laughs> and and they were all so... Uh, so amazed, so very amazed yeah. that I was doing something called the Weekend Gardener. 
Yeah. And so it was for uh, uh, about 16, 17 years. A, a great novelty to him. So good to be back. Now, in this photo, Rufus is sitting there very quietly and dignified, kind of with his nose in the air. And uh, Senator Baker and Senator Urban are saying, who wants lunch? <laughs> they got their hands raised. <laughs> it was an actual vote on whether or not they were subpoenaed the president. But it looks like who wants BLT? Or well, grilled I, cheese. I have uh, I have used that in show promos uh, before. Uh, all those <laughs> who want to see Rufus at the farmer's market or something, raise your hand. <laughs> Rufus, you've got to get Amanda out to your garden party. Amanda Wilkins be. from Lee County <clears throat> here in Nelson Cox. I uh, better introduce everybody. Harrison's uh, yeah. here from the uh, morning show. He's not sure why he's here, but he's here. <laughs> yeah, doing something, yeah. <laughs> Amanda sure will we certainly be invited to the still. garden party, as long yeah. as she does not adhere to strict landscape or, uh, engineering principles. Because, I, Amanda, I put tall plants in front of short ones, and if somebody gives me something, I find a square foot and stick it in there. Well, you That's are right. in luck, sir, because I am not a landscape architect. I am a gardener. Okay. <laughs> All right. And as you do you, and I'll do me. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like we're wrong. Anything works. And then we do so a little. Exactly. We do a little tour around the around the garden to try to see if I can stump somebody. Oh. And we still have this big argument. Love that game. That Nelsa thinks that something is something, and, and I'm convinced that, that it's not. A, a Vietnam evergreen. <laughs> uh, 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 is it maple? Maple. Oh. Vietnam evergreen maple. And your mother said it looks like bamboo. She's right. But the rest of them and and our friend at the... I think Pam and I nailed it down, but... Yeah, what do you think it is? I can't remember now. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see it. Oh, it, oh I know. Pickings. I know. It, it looks like uh, Chimonanthus. Oh, Okay. Really? Yeah. Yes. But it's a but you're saying it's it looks like a maple, like the leaves look like a maple? No. No, it is a Chimonanthus precox. Yeah. So it should be flowering in the next couple of it weeks. It doesn't no, flower. No, it doesn't flower. It doesn't flower. It, it is <coughs> has all a the very wooded uh pine hmm. I don't know. It's 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 a weird but that's what it looks like. Okay. Well now here comes Monica, so we know yeah. we're at the state farmers market. Yeah. Monica <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, our friend at the J C Ralston Arboretum swears that it's a Mark Wethington Mark that it's a Vietnam evergreen maple well well I love controversy and that's that's good that it's that, got like almost like a gardenia leaf like interesting very long narrow yeah you're resolute point. in this aren't you you're I'm just, well I well I I can't wait to see it because the you know the first thing I teach my students is leaves are misleading so you know, it, when you're trying to identify a plant, you're always supposed to take in all the different characteristics of the plant. And the axillary buds and the leaf scars, all of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, teacher, what are you supposed to do with the leaves? Well, they, they're just one character of an overall No, I'm just picture. talking about in the landscape. What are you supposed to do with leaves this time Oh, in turn, oh, you're preferably leave them where you they're leave at. leaves <laughs> leave just, them be yeah don't don't give the city all the leaves because they're making money off of it that's leave, right leaves of three leave them be leave <laughs> well, four eat some more <laughs> <laughs> now you can get them off that that pretty uh lawn if you want to yeah but uh blow them into the 
or rake them into a natural area. That's right. Yeah, yeah I use them as mulch in my garden, and uh, hopefully this year it'll help actually keep some moisture in my soil. I'm used to, I live, I grew up in the western part of the state where it's mostly clay, and I went home this weekend, and I kid you not, the soil color was the color of Mike Raley's red cup here. Yep. And uh, I was like, man, i got to get me a shovel full of that because nobody's going to believe that. But now in Lee County, I grow in like sandy loam, and it just don't hold a darn thing. Yeah. I just, yeah. I have so to are you from Shelby, Gastonia area? Yeah, I'm, I grew up in uh, Belmont, just, Belmont, uh, okay. just west of Are you calling that west? Uh, well, you know what? <laughs> it's funny you should say that. So my boyfriend is from Pamlico County, just about as far east as you can get besides yeah, Dare right. County. And uh, I was thinking about it as an extension agent. You really get to know the geography of North Carolina. And um, until I went to college at NC State, my geography of, of, of North Carolina ended at Rowan County. I didn't really, I mean, I guess maybe Guilford County. But anything That's east of that. That's my county, girl. That's my county. <laughs> but anything east of that, I was like, I, I, we always went to the, when we went to the beach in Gaston County, the beach for the Gaston County people is Myrtle Beach. It wow. was faster to get to Myrtle Beach than it was to like Topsail or something. So I didn't yeah. even go to a North Well, it depends Carolina on who beach. you ride with. This is true. <laughs> I have been passed by Mr. Rayleigh and Melissa in a flash. They slowed down the wave and I was doing 80. Well, he comes right naturally. I do. I do, but I didn't have the guts my father had. Well, speaking of geography, last night about 12 o'clock, oh my. I was listening to for Forensic Files. I, that's, uh, you know, who done it thing I like a lot. And they, they said, and this crime took place in a far western North Carolina town called Tabor City. I know it. I said, what? <laughs> what? Well, so I need to call them. getting on down south. I need to call them about that just a little bit. It's all relative, Rufus. Uh, yeah, only about 400 miles. I thought so. Tabor City was down near Shalhoub. It is. It is. It's, oh. it's it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, down there. That's one of the ways you get to the beat. To, um, I sat up Myrtle in bed Beach. when they said, this far western North Carolina town, Tabor City. And, whoo, boy, somebody got that wrong. <laughs> all in the details, Rufus. Yeah. In oh, the crimes. Man. Yep. That's oh, funny. man. And uh, <laughs> all the sleep people say don't don't do that that don't don't watch tv in the bed the bed is for sleeping yes and uh i well i'm not going to confess anything here on radio mm, about we're, we're my glad. bad sleeping habits <laughs> uh, well amanda what's growing in your garden you've had a good couple years to year year and a half to yeah. start getting I'm this, pull guy this in. over a little bit there we go Last weekend, I got the um, I got the the leaves raked up, um, and uh, but mostly I realized I don't have as many kind of late winter things going on. Um, got a lot of my evergreens. Uh, I've got some really incredible camellias that okay. are actually still in full bud. They look great. Um, a lot I of my uh, cast- the <sighs> size of a palm. It has fallen apart, but this is the the Hannah Jamin. Apple yeah. blossom. Oh, that uh, one's so Jarman. beautiful. I love a big boss yep. of stamens. Hey, how's old Bill doing? Oh, y- your oh, boss down man. there. <laughs> he said he's going to listen this morning. He's going. Good. Love hey, Bill. That. How are you? Oh man, I told him he should call in. I um, wish he would. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's a that's a shout out to Bill Stone. Yeah. You better get up in here. Come on, but, Bill. Um, no, he's doing good. He's yeah. doing good. He um he's got three kids and um. Well, he should uh, well be up by now. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but he was showing me pictures yesterday. His middle child, Joanna, is quite the artist, and her wow. her uh, art is featured at the um, Chatham Mills uh, location for. Um, she like won an art art contest for all the Chatham County schools. Oh, it was neat. really cute! Oh, it was wonderful! So cute. She was Good so for proud her. Of yeah. She's Monica, so cool. you gonna talk to us one of these days? Anytime, anytime we got we got everything set up for you. Oh my! I know goodness. you had to make a grand entrance. <laughs> we got a chair from Miss Monica. Maybe one of those uh, rocking chairs. I'm you don't want a rocking chair? You're fine. <laughs> oh, okay. She's, yeah. she's going to be flitting, floating like a butterfly. Yeah. You're standing on the promises. Yeah. Good old Baptist hymn. <clears throat> We're at, uh, at, at one of our favorite places, really, uh, State Farmer's Market. And um, I don't know. We've got oh so many goodness. microphones here. I'm just uh, where our cup runneth over it this does. morning. That's, uh, that's very unusual. Well, so, so Nelsa has this incredible menagerie of clippings. Yeah, she always brings them. The the Every time. <laughs> I know you from North Carolina now. Every clippings. time. <laughs> yes. So we were talking, you were talking about you felt like you had a lack of some winter interest. Mm -hmm. um, with the exception of your camellias that are still blooming well, which there are. There's so many recessed buds mm -hmm. that made it through a couple of little cold spells. That's because we we're 8A now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Zone Don't eight. get me started about the gosh darn USDA map. Don't I know work. it. But <laughs> the famous Edgeworthia, yep. which yeah. is just beautiful, even without its little, uh, Pam Beck calls them little pussy toes. No. Little pussy cat toes, but well, it, it's fallen off too. But Is that where, it, that was when came from where, because it's, it's already starting to, it came from the garden hut to bloom. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the, the little buds. yeah the little buds. It, was, it really won't start opening till probably February, March. Yeah, yeah. Um, so these each little individual, as again Pam says, little pussy toes will open up. Um, kind of a little. Are um, all of them yeah. fragrant? Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yes. Goodness. Fabulously. Fragrant. And by that time, we'll have lost its leaves. And look what else is blooming. You're one of your favorites. Oh my right? gosh, a Daphne. No. no, no, no. That's that? uh, that's Osmanthus. Osmanthus. Oh my gosh, Osmanthus, my favorite thing. I, I, I have to look I was at not mine. brave enough to cut any of my Daphne. <laughs> I'm gonna say, did you? Yeah. Where, where's the Daphne? So I, I splurged. I, well, I'm one of them people that I don't spend too much money on plants. But I did buy some really nice looking Edgeworthias that I put in front of my house. And they exploded this year, which I was really Wonderful. surprised for. So I cannot wait for them because they are loaded with buds. That's awesome. And they're right along Steel Bridge Road. So people already slow down driving by my house. I cannot wait for them to see. What in the world oh, are I those things? Yeah. There. That's awesome. Do you have Edgeworthia? I do not. <laughs> you don't have you don't have time to plant anything, do you? I don't. You mean, she doesn't I mean, even have an edger at home. <laughs> Yeah, she does. She's got a Stephen. You got bigger fish to fry out here. Running a market ain't, ain't for the faint of heart. I, something popped up on Facebook, a Facebook memory. Mm -hmm. and it was that sweet girl of yours uh, in uh, Queen of the Parade, uh, oh. Miss Benson. Yes, when she was little Miss Benson, yeah. Oh. <laughs> she had all kinds of fun, all kinds of fun. She did. Don't bring, back, just, don't bring back bad memories. She was just, <laughs> oh, when you got beaten up? Yeah. <laughs> Well, why didn't you have security? Oh, my goodness. 
That not, was years ago. Not Things with the size of that right woman. Almighty. One of those SBA well, Amanda, I'll, I'll tell it. you in private sometime. Please do. But write. it was a funny thing. You've told <laughs> you've told us yeah, before. a dozen times. Does it involve a small child beating you up? No, no. no I was no, a mother no. of a small child that oh, thought she dear. should have been judged as oh. Little Miss Benson. <laughs> oh dear. Oh yeah. Don't get and between a, them all. A right. reporter from the <laughs> News Observer, girl. Dennis Rogers, was with me, with me, and he said, "Let's get out of here as quick <laughs> as we can." <laughs> Because <laughs> Dennis, Dennis, after, Dennis after was I'd the biggest taken, person. After I'd taken the whack. <laughs> Poor that sounds like a Three Stooges short. Poor Rufus. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, that's that's really concerning. Well, those no. people don't mess around down no. in Benson. Not when it comes to the mule days. I guess not, yeah. Beauty pageants. Not. Well, I mean, there's a classic episode of Andy Griffith's show where he's getting harassed. <laughs> oh, good Lord. So about, about that, by everybody in town. All right, well, Monica... Thank you for having us out here. I'm not sure yes. why you did, but you... Uh, <laughs> She's not either at this point, I guess. <laughs> no, we always love having you guys all the time, so we're glad to have you. And right here during the Christmas uh, season... There, there's the fudge man. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. He fudge. He makes fudge. Mr. Ken Pierce. He's got lots of goodies over there. Fill us Merry back. Christmas, Ken. Yes, sir. It's time. Mm, everything smells good out here. Yes, it does. Got a whiff of that. That's cinnamon. right. Yum. Yes. Yeah, the bread, bread that's being made down there. They're down there, killing me. Baking it up, I tell you. They have some awesome cinnamon rolls, cakes, and pies, and they're taking orders right now for for Christmas. So if you need something special for the Christmas holidays, definitely um, get it in here and get that order in, so you can make sure you get exactly what you want. They do have a lot of pick up and go, but. If you want something specific, make sure you let them know ahead of time. I can't do it. <clears throat> I, I can see my doctor shaking his finger at me no. right now. <laughs> what he does, what he, what he doesn't know. Won't oh, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, he knows. I say it's Christmas splurge. That's right. There you go. That's, That's right. not allowed. As they say, those calories uh, don't count. That's right. Uh, uh, do they count, Ruben? I'm afraid they do. <laughs> that's what New Year's resolutions are for. <laughs> That's oh right. well. So uh, you, you've, we're in the market shops, and it's uh, <laughs> wow. This is quite a place to be. It, it really is. is. It is. We have um, a lot of great vendors in here. Um, we mentioned the Market Bakery already, and there's some others with cakes and pies. Also, there's Nancy Joe's homemade. Um, we also have, of course, the Market Grill um, with the famous Rufus Dog, and they have those delicious breakfast sandwiches down there. Also. Um, that's always a great thing to, to enjoy when you're out walking around getting ready to shop. Uh, 321 Coffee this morning, they have their um, hot chocolates, they have their coffees, and um, just a variety of different specialty drinks. They do some special ones during the holidays, so be sure to stop by and check them out. Local seafood with all their fresh seafood that's coming in fresh from the coast each week. Um, Ken Pierce just stopped by, and of course he has his homemade fudge. He has all kinds of um, special sauces, barbecue sauces, jams, jellies, uh, the list goes on and just a great place to stop and you can fill up a basket, um, make a wonderful gift basket for the holidays, stocking stuffers galore and um, Christmas flags and so many other wonderful. You know, Monica, I'm looking up there, uh, birdhouses, yes. what a great gift that the would make for somebody. They are and he They're has beautiful. A, a lot of unique ones that are locally made. Um, he also has some bird feeders and various different things through there. So they're beautiful. They are. Those are always popular. They really are. Um, of course, we have Anders with their natural soaps and lotions, and Bo's Place with 
the old-fashioned candies and those bottled drinks like the knee-high and RC Cola. They have all of those as well as many other specialty products that you can't find just anywhere. They have it over there, some of the old-fashioned things. from. I like to think about it being an old country store with some of the neat items they have. The Ash County cheeses is something else you can find. Um, in the market, and I think they have those cheese curds over there, Rufus. I'm not leaving without some cheese curds. <laughs> those are the best. They are. They're delicious, and they have different flavors of the Ash County cheeses. Um, <clears throat> those, so if you like sharp or you like mild, or there's some Jalapeno, of the ones that are buffalo. Habanero. Yep. All of those. <laughs> they have it all, and um, Cole's Produce. Um, over on the side here, they have a lot of jams and jellies, peanuts, and they do gift baskets as well. And I want to mention, um, if many of you that have shopped here at the market for many years probably remember Mr. Charles Cole, who started Cole's Produce. That is so weird. I was just thinking that. I was getting ready to ask you about yes. Mr. Cole passing away. Yes, and he just passed away a couple of weeks ago. Um, great man. Um, you know, someone else took over his his booth here at the market a few years ago and has continued on. The legacy with his name and um, and his booth right. there, but Mr. Cole did pass away, and um, I just want to extend all of our um, thoughts and prayers out to their family because he was a wonderful man, a big part of our market for many years. He started out at the old market and came here, and he thought a lot of the market and all of his customers. So that's great. Yeah. Um, Ken's good, been here a long time. He has. We've got a lot of folks that have been very dedicated to the market throughout yeah. the years um, yeah. that have been vendors for a long time. That it, you know came from whenever we were out off Capitol Boulevard and um, came over whenever the market moved here and they've stuck with us and so that's yeah. that's dedication. Um, now, Monica, don't don't tell me you remember you weren't around. When she the doesn't were out remember there. that. I do. Oh my! Wow, <laughs> you must have been really young. My, uh, yeah, my, that's been a long my time family ago. farmed and and grew produce and so I went to the market. Oh, okay, and, that well, okay, yes. you were a small child. I, you never drove was, there though. I probably did wow, um, because it that. moved here when I was in high school. Oh, so, oh really? Um, yeah. So, but yeah, I spent many nights on the tailgate of the pickup truck when we went out to wholesale. We started out with sweet potatoes and um, selling out there. So I remember the old market pretty well. Was out there quite a bit. So, yep. Yeah. Um, so, kind of, I guess, full circle. You could yeah. say yeah. been been through all the stages. Um, so when you're shopping around, you know, we have a lot of farmers that um, bring in their fresh meats and um, dairy products from their local farms, and you can find that here. I know I saw someone post this morning, I think it was May Farm, that they have the Christmas hams available, and they have a sale going on right now, 10% off all their pork products. Mm -hmm. So that's a great time to come out and shop for them, get everything you need for those um, holiday meals. Joyce's Produce has a lot of other products, so just come out, shop around. Get all your Christmas shopping done, and we hope to see you soon. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up. We've already zipped through a half hour. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by choirs 
folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows. That's my favorite. Turkey, I think that's my favorite. That's what's why we played it first. Doesn't have that. You have to manually pull it So, welcome to the weekend gardener. Merry Christmas. In case nobody has wished you Merry Christmas, let me be the first. Uh, Mike Rayley here. Rufus is walking down from 321 Coffee. He, uh, I think he wanted some iced decaf coffee. That sounds good. Yeah. And uh, Amanda Wilkins is with us from the Lee County Cooperative Extension Service. And, of course, Nelson Cox, owner of the Garden Hut, was nice enough to drive all the way down here. So uh, everything good in Fuquay? Yes. Very festive in Fuquay. And... Um, you know, we, we've been uh, moving through a lot of our uh, North Carolina products. I brought you guys some bear food and some Chapel Hill toffee or Griff's toffee. So uh, plants are looking good. Hey, good. Are, let me uh, turn it back. Let me turn it back on. There we go. There you go. <clears throat> I hope we are. Well, that Chapel Hill toffee is just so it wonderful. It is really good, but I like I, to That's call a big it, seller, isn't it? I, it is. It is. We sell it year-round, but I prefer to call it Griff's. Well, I had one of your products <laughs> yesterday. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I got that. All right. Had a friend of mine from uh, Berkey County. Oh, yeah. Came by yesterday, Mr. Miles Davis, and brought me Berkey County that. peanuts. There's nobody can play the horn better. Miles Davis? Miles Davis, yeah. yeah. Well, this is not quite the miles you're talking about, <laughs> but miles. Is <laughs> well, we love us some Bertie County peanuts. Yes, ma'am. I, I mean, between just the blister fried and the the uh, salt, sea salt, and black pepper, those are probably That's our most. Favorite. Oh, they are they are but unbelievable. But we got the the weeping Mary's ghost pepper, and Mike likes that. Uh, that's uh, I gave him that on the air 10. one time. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, that's hilarious. I, I haven't been right since. <laughs> Not that I was right before, but uh, that, that certainly set me back years. But uh, I paid you back. You did? Oh. <laughs> I gave her that chocolate candy. I oh, my goodness. Some, some Carolina Reaper oh. Yeah, oh, chocolate candy with uh, Carolina Reaper pepper I mean, you could only eat it. like a pencil lid. It was, and it was, it was a tiny like little bad. piece of candy, but it had skull and crossbones yes. on it. So. You, you wonder why anybody would uh, would eat that anyway. But it was smooth chocolate. <laughs> Just smooth going Just had down. To get past the heat. Kinda, yeah, yeah kind of like uh, twenty year old scotch, huh? Well, I'm going to have oh, to ask yeah. a pepper question here. But for the the two experts we've got here, I grow peppers Tabasco. and share crop Tabasco. Mm -hmm. They never. They never get ripe in time before they just totally comes cold weather, mm -hmm. and I I know yeah I start them much earlier inside somewhere. But what is it about a Tabasco? I grow habaneros, others they get they get ripe way early, and I noticed uh, maybe half of the bush had started turning pink before the first freeze. Yeah. Other than just starting them early inside, what do I do? Or what's wrong? I don't have that issue. I mean, they do ripen later, and I think, too, because there's hundreds on one little stem. I mean, there's just hundreds on there. So I don't know if that's part of it mm -hmm. for the reason. So that, uh, is the, of, could the location of, in the landscape have anything to do with it? Well, that's true, too, because you're not like a full sun kind of guy. Yeah. Very few places. Yeah. Um, well, I've had them in every place in the world, though, and never, never make it in time, well, I, except I, for just a handful. Mine are out well, in just 24 it, yeah. hour sun, and they, oh, Lord. they do ripen. Just give them, just, just cover them up, make a cute little cage for them. 
But but thank goodness. Do what, Amanda? Just just throw some throw some plastic over it when it starts getting cold because they peppers are so where peppers are native to they're they're native to central and south america and they're actually more native to higher altitudes so one of the reasons why they tend to ripen so late especially our hotter peppers is they actually want that cooler nighttime temperature and in north carolina as we know it doesn't start getting cooler in the evening until like late august september even into october really october yeah so you know we grow them we like we get them out you know in our you know April 15th, heaven forbid. Um, but they really, you know, they don't really thrive if you watch them until about September, October. And that's yeah. because it's just so darn hot. Yeah. Well, I, I have no problem with the ghosts and the others, but my, my brother-in-law, the judge, yeah. <coughs> who makes knockoff Tabasco, he says that his <laughs> friends uh, politely take it, but later behind his back say it's so hot I can't stand it. Oh, Tabasco's so are pretty he, hot. He is the, he swears that Tabasco peppers are the only way to go for good, a good sauce. Yeah. Does, he, does he ever give it to some of the people who come before him? Totally. <laughs> totally. Is that, part of the, is that part of their punishment? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule against you, but here's a little, here's a little hot sauce. Hey, you're going to get hot at me anyway, so here, take a little bit of this hot sauce and go yeah. mull that over. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you need to outsource to somebody in the uh, contract to somebody in the mountains to grow them. Well, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take good man's advice about it next year. I'm determined to get a crop that will get ripe before the first full freeze. Well, that's why she's saying cover it. You may need to cover it because I mean now, mm-hmm. if they were if they had been protected, I mean we've had weather that mm-hmm. I mean I still have peppers. On my plants. Mm-hmm. You cover them? I got them covered. I got them frost protected. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just build you a little, um, you know, get you some PVC pipe and just build like a little cage that can yeah. go over one or two of the plants. Okay. Yeah. And you just do it on whatever two or three cold mornings there are and mm-hmm. then remove it. Yep. Yeah. Or you could remove okay, it. Okay. We'll solve this problem. There you go. Yeah. You got Where there's some a well, there's great minds here. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. We're. Well, we have somebody uh, from Durham named Rebel. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. How are you, you, sir? I'm fine. I've called in a few times before. I've got four quick questions for my wife. She's the one with persimmon tree. Uh, This year, she only got one persimmon or two persimmons off her persimmon tree. Is this a Japanese or American persimmons? It's the Japanese persimmon. Okay, so the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And uh, she wonders if it was because she didn't water it enough during the summertime. The other question she's got is, uh, when wh- what do you do with hostas once they start to wilt? Do you just trim them back and, and wait for next year or what? We just planted some uh, this this last fall. Well. Uh, yeah. Let let us take those two. Uh, yeah. Let us take those two questions. Uh, first of all, about the Japanese persimmons. Well, with the persimmon, yeah. um, I mean, definitely water moisture can affect them. I've had that same thing. Mm-hmm. I've had up to 23 this past year. I think I had maybe nine. Um, it was extremely dry. I mean, we had a wet, I say a wet spring. At least mm-hmm. it rained every weekend, it seemed like. But um, with the drier weather, some of the, the fruit may form. 
but then um, the the bud or the buds can abort, but the fruit may form and the fruit may prematurely fall off again if it doesn't get the right moisture. Yep. Um, and and the other thing I've seen is um, if you have multiple buds at kind of one little um, section that there may be some to kind of abort and only one is pollinated or or becomes a fruit mm -hmm. so um, like I say I would go with with the water and the moisture especially if it's a young tree yeah yeah the other thing is you mentioned pollination you know if you're um, you know the persimmons still have to be pollinated by an insect pollinator so if you did any mosquito sprays or anything sometimes that can um, kind of dampen the populations of your insect pollinators that are going to pollinate your persimmon fruit so just be mindful of that as well and if you don't have any kind of plants that have a lot of flowers especially kind of the April May time you know you may not be attracting them to the persimmon because not a lot of um, it's a it's kind of a weird tree for for insects to go to yeah well while we're on persimmons our, our fellow weekend gardener Mart gave me a persimmon yeah about three weeks ago and he said this this thing I said, How, what do you, I'm not familiar with them. He said, let it get soft. That thing hasn't got soft yet. And so our, <laughs> our persimmon grower there, tell me, tell me how soft it's got to get before I, before I bite into it. You don't want to bite into it unless it's soft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Did he give you an Asian one? No. Yeah. Well, it was yeah, yeah, it is. It was as big as a pear. Yeah. 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 Orange, yeah. bright orange. They don't. They just like rebels. Those ones don't. Those ones don't quite get as squishy as the native ones, you know. But yeah, if you you if can you, feel just a little give to it. Yeah. Let yeah. somebody else try it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's a <laughs> spirit. Spinning. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, my it's ironic, rebel. The uh, there is a tree that uh, was probably not planted on one of the islands in our parking lot at uh, Curtis Media Group, and it is a an American version. And gosh, I've never seen so many persimmons. Mm -hmm. really it's just uh, just zillions of them out there, all over the ground. And uh, so it was a great year for that. Yeah. That version, but uh, I don't know. So you just uh, you just didn't get any. Uh, she got two. Two. How long has it been yeah. planted? Uh, it was the second year that it was planted. That might be it, too. Yeah. You know, it's a young tree. I always tell people yeah. it takes a lot of energy to make babies, and persimmon fruits, especially <laughs> the Asian ones. That's right. The Asian ones are really big, so that tree's probably trying to get established, get its roots in the ground, and make sure it's got a good foundation before it starts dedicating energy. Now, to what about fruit. fertilizer for a, a fruit tree like that? I mean, you you could do depending on what not your this soil time type, of year, right? Depending on what your soil type is, um, you know, if it tends to be more deficient, um, you know, because it's a sandy or loamy soil, you know, maybe you're going to supplement it. If it's a clay soil, right, probably have pretty good minerals, um, you know. And while it's young, you may give it a little a little fertility. I choose and prefer to use um, the Espoma products, so like the plant tone or fruit tone or holly yeah. tone or something like that. So they don't have a lot. They don't have a lot of nitrogen in them. So. 
So. Correct. You know, they're yeah. usually like a five, three, two, or yeah. a seven. So three, five, uh, check on that in the spring, uh, Rebel. Now, for well, hey, hold on a second. As a cooperative extension agent, I'm contractually obligated to say, say you should. 10, 10, 10. <laughs> no, I'm saying don't put 10, 10, 10 down. You should only put fertility down after doing a soil test, which you can there get you from your idea. local cooperative extension Good idea. Office. Get, get a soil yeah. test. Um, uh, anybody but, needs to do that. But it is not free now. It is $4 a sample. This time of year. This time of year from December 1 until March 31st is $4 a sample. But August, uh, April 1st, it's free. As many as you want. But, um, but Rebel, I would it would be worth your $4. If you've never done a soil test around that area and you do want that that to be productive, um, I would recommend doing a soil test just because, like Nelson was saying, um, especially in Durham County, there are some pockets of clay that can be very nutritious. Um, Just sometimes you have to add organic matter um, to kind of break up that clay to to make those nutrients available to your plant. So you can kind of save yourself some money by not necessarily having to fertilize, but just maybe buying something else. Yeah. That isn't fertilizer. Now, on to the hosta. Now, the, the hosta, you were going to explain something. How long have these been in the ground? They were just planted, they were planted last fall. In the fall. Yeah, in the fall. Yeah. All right. So what, what was your question, really, well, about them? Now, now that the weather's turned cold, they've wilted. Uh, yeah. so we cut those back so they'll grow fresh in the spring or what? We've never a lot, yes. of, lot of things, um, some things like uh, bulbs, you don't want to cut back the foliage. Mm-hmm. until they just get yeah. brown and so forth. What about hostas? Well, I mean, obviously the, the frost has um, killed them back. It's, you know, herbaceous perennial, so it's kind of slimy maybe. But, mm-hmm. yes, I would just slough them off, rake them off. Um, if there's anything firm to it, you know, cut them right back to the ground, throw a little sprinkling of fresh fresh mulch, mm-hmm. uh, pine mulch or something like that, soil conditioner, and let them go. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but but certainly um, that's one of kind of the garden uh, task that you can do as we go into winter or through the winter is cleaning up uh, most perennials or stem or dieback mm-hmm. um, grasses will come later. There there are some exceptions. There are some perennials that tend to be um, pithy or hollow stem that you may not want to cut back really hard because you don't want that water to uh, mm-hmm. set in them or or cold to work its way down through the root so but but most perennials um of, of the sorts you're talking about hostas dalos things like that yeah just clip them or rake them or um like i say they should just kind of break away from from the eye yeah, from I, the well i leave i know it's a slimy mess mm-hmm. i leave it on there because it's it's uh, a good nutrient yeah, it's a little bit of a mulch and a protectant but rebel europe in durham county i think is what we saw and um so hostas are really tolerant of cold. I think people in North Carolina, because we were so used to it being hot, we get so worried about our plants getting cold that we feel like we need to cover them and, you know, baby them and whatever. And hostas are one of those things that you can kind of take it or leave it. You can do what Nelsa said and cut it back, or you can leave it like Rufus said. But really, hostas, one of the largest collections of hostas in the country is in Michigan. And, uh, and, it, and it sails right through that Michigan winter. So if you can think about how our winter goes versus a Michigan winter, um, they're quite tolerant of the cold. So it's really kind of based on your aesthetic. Yeah, and I, I tend to be, uh, you know, kind of a clean up or tidy mm-hmm. up. So that that's why, you know, I would kind of rake them away and stuff like that. And especially if you had any foliar issues. Yes, that's um, a good point. So just trying to get that debris away from the plant. 
Um, but if okay. you haven't had any issues or, or rust or hopefully not nematodes. But oh, God. <laughs> um, but, okay. yeah, so I, I tend to be, you know, kind of rake those clippings, that debris up. Um, just, right. again, tidy, clean. So you got two more questions is what you said, I think. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the big question she's got is, is when to water and how much water to give her, her plants during the winter. Uh, and is there a danger of, of watering before uh, a heavy freeze? And then the last question is just, what was the flower you guys were talking about in the beginning that, that did so well on front of somebody's house? You didn't get the name of the flower. Mm-hmm. That was Edgeworthia. Yeah, that's a, a, a very unusual native <laughs> no, it's plant. Nope, not native. It's not native? Mm-hmm. Nope. The what the heck is native? <laughs> you know, paper bush. <laughs> yeah, Chinese, yeah, really, what? Paper bush. Ultimately, yeah. what is native? Well, it's all about a time frame and um, biogeography, and uh, <laughs> I doubt very seriously the great people of uh, Triangle Gardener Land want to get a lesson in biogeography. But, um, but Rebel, to, to answer your question, it's worth. No, I can hear the radio going click, 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 <laughs> click. <laughs> it's worth the chrysantha is Chinese paper bush, and it's getting more and more um, common in the la- in the nursery industry. Um, I know Nelsa usually keeps some uh, down at the garden hut, and um, since you're up in Durham, um, Rebel, uh, the Durham Garden Center, my my dear dear friend Keith Ukowski. Uh, runs that place, and I know for a fact he almost keeps that in stock just because it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Well, what about anything that does well here and thrives? Can't that be native? Mm-mm. Nope. Not necessarily, just like, you know, Nandina. I mean, oh. what if you lie? <laughs> well, I know one thing well. that's not native is, is that doggone wisteria and that kudzu. Mm. No, I, now, they, they, I agree with that. They can have those back. That's well, uh, you know, th- that's a whole other can of worms. Um, yeah. I, it, it truly is, and I, I think we all um, could be more educated on it. About invasive plants? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's sort of like miscanthus. Um, you know, if you go, say, to the west, um, up towards the foothills, it's, it's pretty much... Um, a nuisance up there it's taken over right but then you know if you you come east i mean it does well it helps hold i don't want to say dunes because you won't find specifically miscanthus but it does very well and it doesn't seem to um become as invasive Mm -hmm. that exactly but you know it it again this is a whole nother topic i can remember when i actually worked at the farmer's market for the Fowler's Garden Center, and the Department of Agriculture came by, and I had just gotten in a truckload of plants um, from Riverbend, and it was a lithrum uh, oh, loosestrife. Wow. Yeah, no, but it was a sterile mm-hmm. cultivar. It did not seed, mm-hmm. but you 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 could not sell it in the state of North Carolina. Yeah. So there mm-hmm. was an area in Winston-Salem where it had taken over like a nine-acre uh, water reserve or something. So Eh, you know, I I think knowing your plants and dealing, I, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm not for, like, all natives. I think natives are great, mm-hmm. and I think that we have seen and learned cultivars, like Kim's Neha, Echinacea. That's a great plant to have. Yeah. Um, so that was a sport yeah. that, that Kim found in uh, Chatham County area. But, uh, yeah. hey, buddy. But, um, so... 
and I think it's just learning um, the different plants that we're introducing yeah. and not just introducing them because yeah. you thought it was pretty <coughs> in China and you brought it back. It really needs to be a plant person who understands right. yeah. all of it. Right. And that's well, why botanical gardens are very <coughs> important because they can grow them and look at them for a yeah. while. I was at the uh, North Carolina Botanical Gardens yesterday. Good, yeah. I love it. And then I think his other question was about watering. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if it's deciduous. When there's a freeze yes. coming on. So I feel like if it's uh, something that's, that's deciduous, if, if they're evergreens or conifers, we hydrate our plants before a really hard cold. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, but if it were a persimmon um, that has already been in the ground two years, that's not something I'm going to water. Mm -mm. Okay. All right, we got a list. We've got about a minute uh, here, Rebel. Was there one more question? Yeah, what? What? Where'd you get get that name, Rebel? <laughs> oh, that goes way back to uh, my dad is from Bat Cave, and uh, married my mom from Chicago. Oh, wow. uh, how about that? Wow. Yeah. Well, cool. So, uh, did you have one more question? We got about a minute. No, no. It's just wanted to okay. talk about how often to water plants uh, in general during the winter time. And yeah. Like well, if you've just planted something a lot more than we probably yeah, do. If, it, like I say, yeah. if they're young conifers um, or, or evergreens, hollies, um, you know, shiny waxy leaves, I, I def and, and again, if they've been in the ground less than, in, than a year or two I'd, or recently planted, I definitely would make sure they're, they're hydrated. The yeah. wind dries the soil. It does, yeah. yeah. Well, according to the weatherman, you won't have to worry about any watering, watering tomorrow. tomorrow. That's true. true <laughs> yeah. yeah. So usually we get... we generally will now need to knock on some um we generally get enough rain in the winter time that it stays pretty hydrated we have still been pretty dry but um Very so you really shouldn't have to turn the irrigation on to the same level that you would during the summertime but nelsa is exactly right you definitely need to make sure those new plants stay hydrated yeah definitely we're at the state farmers market rebel thank you very much merry christmas my friend uh, thanks for calling. Uh, more of the Weekend Gardener coming up from the State Farmer's Market in Raleigh.